All right, everyone. Thank you for tuning into this week's edition of the Between the Ears podcast. We've got a new edition of the show. It's going to be the BTE Mailbag. And to kick things off, we are bringing back one of the members of the Final Four team in 2010, Wellington Smith. Wellington, welcome to the show, man. Actually, welcome back. You came with us uh, onto the show a couple of years ago. Welcome back and uh, just let everyone know what you're up to nowadays. Yeah, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Uh, I'm currently ter- a territory sales rep uh, for a cybersecurity company called Palo Alto Networks uh, out of New York. Awesome, man. And How- um, I'm running my basketball business and I have uh, two beautiful kids and a wife that loves me i'm not sure why but uh yeah, everything is everything's going well well she does have that mountain your bloodline so <laughs> she does she does you know thank goodness i went to west virginia <laughs> so to get things uh kicked off we've chris and i've got a couple questions ourselves and then we'll kind of dive into some of these questions from the fans uh first of all i know one of this question is probably one that's got asked about three or four times from the fans but i just want to know personally Comparing the the Final Four team from 2010 to this year's team, do you see any similarities at all? I know it's a little bit uh, different. The game has changed since you were at West Virginia, but what do you see similarity wise in the in those two teams? You know, I think the the biggest similarity. Well, actually, there's a few, but um, I think the biggest one is that there's no ego. I think within the Final Four team, you know, everyone knew um, you know, that Deshaun was the guy or that Devin was the guy or Kevin was the guy. But all, all three or four of those guys knew that you know, no, one, no one had to you know, score a ton of points. Um, the, the Eagles were you know, subsided and were by the wayside, which was awesome to see. Um, and everyone is proud of everyone else for succeeding. You know, I think in previous previous teams, Huggers had to deal with egos and had to deal with um, you know guys that couldn't play uh, because they were they were too immature or didn't know how to handle success. Um, I, th- I think egos uh, there, there's no egos with this team, and the fact that they all care, I think that's another aspect of it. You know, we all cared so much, you know, about you know what. The, the state, um, how we want to perceive the state and how we want to, pers- how we wanted to, to play. And more so we want, we wanted minutes, right? And if these guys, all these guys want minutes. Hugs is playing a 10 to 12, uh, you know, deep lineup, right? Every single night. So, you know, you want minutes, you got to make sure you, you consistently play hard. And when you're out there, you play hard, you go sit down, your time is up again, do it all over again. So I think, you know, deep, deep bench, the, the, the ability to care, uh, and then most of all, a lack of egos. Yeah, and I don't know about you, but you know, when I watched this team a year ago, I was like, man, this is going to be a two, three-year rebuild. And then I forgot Bob Huggins was the head coach. I think <laughs> a lot of people really were expecting this, this, this turnaround to take a little bit longer than just an offseason. And now all of a sudden, he's got West Virginia from a 15-21 and 21 year going to the CBI tournament, losing in the CBI tournament, Mm-hmm. To now fourteen and two and in just outside the top ten, did you think it would it would happen this quick? You know what? Um, no, no, I didn't think it was going to happen this quick. I think, I think having a, I think everybody sees what you know when you have an All American uh, on your team like Oscar, how that changes things, and then when you when you put that with a, a Hall of Fame coach like Bob Huggins. Uh, that gets just a little bit more out of you, right? I think people understand 
now after having that, that, uh, it's, it's a pretty explosive, um, you know, unit or tandem. Uh, and then when you, when you put that with guys that, that care, right. Um, you get high character people. I think, you know, with the, with the final four guys, you know, uh, we were all high character people. Um, I think, yeah, I think we lost that a little bit. Um, and, and now we're back to getting just really good people, uh, and, and making them into really tough, hard nosed basketball players. When you were talking about their maturity, are you surprised, um, how mature this team really is considering how young, uh, the team is, and then you really have a lot of first year guys as well. And then, you know, a bunch of sophomores kind of leading this team. Uh, does it surprise you, uh, that they're as mature as they are? Um, you know, with the, it surprises me that the freshmen are stepping up the way that they are, um, you know, with, uh, uh, with McBride and what he's doing along with what Oscar has done. I think Oscar, you know, high school games nowadays are all being televised. Everybody knows each other. You know, these AU circuits are all are, are, are bigger than most, uh, you know, college atmospheres. Right. So I would say that, you know, Oscar's probably been on that level for quite some time, but you know, it's interesting seeing McBride and what he's been able to do over the course of the, the year. Um, if he stays humble, and, and stays hungry. He's going to be. He's going to be one of the West Virginia greats, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to watching him. I'm not surprised with with the way that they are playing, just because Hugs is going to Hugs and that coaching staff are going to coach those guys up to the utmost, uh, and to and they're going to get the most out of them every single day. So practice is always going to be as hard as the game. Um, you know, so I'm not surprised at all. And going into our mailbag, let's, we've got a, a ton of questions here from some of the fans. We're not going to be able to get to all of them. Uh, I'm sure we could talk to Wellington all day long uh, if we wanted to, but we don't want to cut him oh, yeah. <laughs> we, We'll love to do that. We don't, want to, we, don't, we don't want to bore him too much. But, <laughs> but anyways, let's go and dive into some of these questions. Uh, let's see. First one is from WVUCPA15. Who was the best pickup guy on the final fourteen, this is coming from the guy that got his shoulder dislocated from Ebanks on court one in the wreck in twenty eleven. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? You know these New York, the New York guys uh, love playing pickup. Um, you know what? Once it, it was interesting. Our final year, we we rarely played pickup, but you know, I would say Joe Alexander. Uh, really different, yeah. Just because you know, if you ever, if you ever go back and listen to like you know, listen to him and talk, and some you know, he talks to some of these uh, some of these guys and some of these different podcasts and, and reports. And all he's known for is playing one on one. Like so, we we go when, when the practice facility didn't exist, we'd break into the practice facility and try to you know just play one on one. Myself, Deshaun, Alex, uh, Joe, and others, and. You know, that's all pickup was. It was just one-on-one basketball, one-on-five, one-on-four. And he used his athleticism, used whatever he wanted to work on that night uh, when he was sleeping, into the, sleeping at the Coliseum to work, work on this stuff. <laughs> I've seen, seen a couple uh, recruiting uh, questions, so I'll just pick one of these. Uh, can you share your recruitment story and how you ended up being a Mountaineer? Yeah, so, you know, West Virginia was one of the first schools to reach out to me when I was a sophomore in high school. You know, it was a, it was a measly letter, uh, but, you know, it meant the world to me. Right? I think it was probably just a recruiting letter. I was on some kind of re- recruiting site, and, you know, they thought to just, hey, let's reach out to this guy. Uh, you know, fast forwarding to, you know, my senior year in high school, 
they're still reaching out to me, but now it's it's more of a, a serious basis. And, and Coach Beeline is coming to watch my games, and um, Coach Jerry Dunn, who was the coach, uh, who was the assistant coach that was recruiting me at that time, uh, was watching my games. And I just fell in love with the fact that they cared right about me and they cared about my family. And, and these are people I still talk to this to this day. You know, keep that in mind, uh, Coach Jerry Dunn and his family. Um, you know, so, you know, when I went to go visit the, 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 the school, uh, I fell in love with the, the football atmosphere, the team, the uh, facilities, which, which I thought which were amazing at the time. Now it's, it's insane. Um, I just fell in love with the school. I fell in love with, uh, with Coach Beeline and what, his, what he wanted to do with, the, with, with our team. Um, and uh, I saw the vision. Um, and it looked really good. Now, this uh, this isn't on the, the forum, but I wanted to ask this since you just brought him up. John Beeline, did you ever think he'd be in the NBA? You know, I never thought he'd be in the NBA um, because, and, and this isn't a knock to him. It's it's more so a knock to my, probably my, my ignorant thinking. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, I always thought that he was, you know, he's a, he's a college coach through and through. And you see sometimes now where, you know, He's, he's probably trying to coach every single possession um, as you would in college and where you can in college. And, you know, this is where the, you know, kind of the rubber is in the road a little bit. And there's some friction between, uh, between NBA guys and the head coach is that, you know, these NBA guys are being paid a millions of dollars to play basketball. Um, and, you know, they don't need to listen to some, uh, you know, to a coach. Right. Um, but, if you know you're the Cleveland Cavaliers and you're trying to change culture, uh, then that's exactly what you do. You get the guys that aren't listening and paying attention, you get them out of there. Um, and uh, and I think that's what's going to, going to happen with Coach Beeline. He's going to start getting younger guys, having a younger team, so they can continue to build culture uh, around um, around respect, winning, and um, and moving forward in, better, in the right direction. Yeah, I love it. I never really anticipated him ever leaving Michigan, really, to be honest with you. Um, but now, uh, let alone for the Cleveland Cavaliers. But that's that's a different story for a different day. Uh, from well, well, yeah, go when, ahead. when he recruited when he recruited me, I never thought he'd leave West Virginia. But right, <laughs> and that's the business that's side of, of college sports, right there. So. No doubt, but no uh, question. Our Park WVU asks, which game felt like a bigger accomplishment to you, beating Georgetown to win the Big East Championship or beating Kentucky to advance to the Final Four? You know, that's a, that's a great question. Um, you know, seeing as how, you know, the, the, the Final Four is so rare, mm-hmm. right? Um, thank goodness it happened. Both of those things happened in, in, in the, uh, the same year. But, you know, beating, beating Kentucky to go to the Final Four – um, was obviously a dream come true. You know, winning a championship would have been, you know, dream fulfilled. Um, I think, I think once you got to, uh, I think so. To answer your question, not to go on a tangent, I would say, you know, beating Kentucky uh, to go to the Final Four was uh, was a more prominent way. I've got one for you, kind of coincide with one of the ones I had. Um, you know, with you guys, uh, that Final Four run, you played a lot of man, one three one zone. As far as X and O's, I mean, he had pressed Virginia. Now he's doing it differently again this year, uh, more half-court defense. Uh, so we know X's and O's can change with hugs, getting the best out of his players. But uh, how has he changed? Have you seen any change from him personally uh, since 2010, since your your final season in Morgantown? Um, 
you know, I wish I was around those guys more on a day to day just to, to get a better understanding of how he has changed his coaching style. You know, the guys that go there during the course of the summer, I've always said that, you know, he's getting softer on them and whatnot. But, <laughs> um, you know, I know that when I was there, um, you know, I had to gain 25, 30 pounds in order to play, right? In order to play my position as, you know, the center on the basketball floor. Um, you know, and that started in the weight room, right? So, I would say that, you know, the mentality in the weight room might have changed, but I'm not entirely sure. These guys are big. They're strong. Uh, they have a sense of rebounding. I think Hugs is just going back to what he knows. Um, I think, uh, you know, Hugs is obviously a great coach. I say that every coach probably has stole something from somebody. You know, the press Virginia was probably taken from, uh, you know, 40 minutes of hell uh, with Mike Anderson. And then, you know, before that, probably taken from soccer smart right um you know so these coaches are doing a great job of adapting to what they know uh and what will win basketball games into their into their um to to their personnel and so you know if you have two or three big ox uh that can just rebound the ball and go get it why not go do that right and uh and just keeping your same defensive principles you know i think coaches just doing a great job of adapting to what to the personnel that he has and he's doing a really good job of that Bray 1991 asks, how far do you think they can go, not only in just the Big 12 Conference, but in March Madness, and what advice could you give to them as they advance uh, throughout this season? I think defense will always have a place in the game. Um, I think they obviously do an amazing job on, on the boards and playing defense. Uh, where I you know, I see you know a little bit of a you – know, might, might have some you know, hiccups is – uh, is scoring the ball and is having a guy that can go get a go get a basket for you. It seems like that's going to be McBride over the course uh, over the next few years. But um, you know he's he's only a freshman right now, and to put a lot of that a lot of that stuff uh, on a freshman's shoulders might be difficult. I see them going to the Sweet Sixteen, um, you know, and then they'll need scoring to continue to move forward past you know past the Elite Eight. Uh, Willie 33, sorry to the girl, blue hair, and uh, brown town <laughs> WB for not, for not giving her handles for the other questions. But Willie 33 says, uh, what was your first reaction after being notified that Beeline was leaving the this year? I was mad. I was mad. I was sad, uh, disappointed at first. Um, you know, this guy brought, us, brought eight freshmen in at the time um, into uh, – to hopefully, you know, one day win the championship or go to, you know, get to the NCAA's. Um, so I was mad for for quite some time. Uh, you know, I thought about transferring, uh, but glad, obviously glad I did not do that. Right, and it was uh, it was one of the the best non decisions I ever could have made. So yeah, I was at first I was I was disappointed, um, but now, you know, and and but after you know after a while. Uh, I realized it was a business decision, it was possibly a family decision, and one that you know, if if I'm in his shoes, shoot, maybe I make. You know, so uh, everything is is is, is in the eyes of is in the eyes of the beholder and it has different perspectives to it. Uh, but you know, maybe I make that same decision uh, if given the opportunity. Yeah, we'll get one more question here from the fans. VG06 asks, how crucial are guys like Cam Thurman, Nathan Adrian? and Gabo Saboyan towards successful stretch runs and any similarities you see amongst all of those guys? 
you know, Cam was just a, a tough, I don't give a F about anything. <laughs> uh, and I see that, I see that from those guys on the team that today. Um, you need some of that, right? You need some of that, you know, crazy. Um, and the guys on the floor know that, okay, well, shoot, at least I have Cam with me, right? Or at least I have, uh, at least I have, you know, these other guys with me that can, that can at least get my back just in case something goes crazy. You know, um, you know, so I, I, you need some of that because, you know, no one else is going to be able to do some of the things that, that, that those guys do or that, go, or that Cam did and did really, really well. Yeah, I think that's really kind of the difference with this year's team compared to last year. There's more blue-collar, hardworking guys that care about the overall team that don't care about their role. They're not selfish. We've heard it from Bob Huggins all season long. These guys love being with each other. That's really a huge difference uh, from a year ago when you didn't have that. But, all right, so, Wellington, uh, right before we let you go, go ahead. We're going to hold you to it with your, <laughs> your overall final prediction for where West Virginia uh, makes the run in the NCAA tournament. Where does the, the story end, or maybe does it end with them hoisting the trophy? Where do you have them at as of right now? I'll give them the uh, I'll give them the Sweet 16, and uh, I'll give them next year – an, an elite eight run, um, and uh, and and Derek Culver. I'll say this: uh, Derek Culver will pop, and this is my like my 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 throwout pick. We'll see. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm known for just giving my, my, <laughs> some crazy opinions. Derek Culver leaves after next year, uh, but is but is is in here for the long haul and, and leaves after his junior year. Awesome, man. Well, thank you so much, Wellington. Uh, we appreciate you coming back on the show, taking out time of your busy day. And I uh, hope you have a rest, uh, good rest of your weekend and enjoy watching the game this Saturday. Yeah, thanks, guys, for having me on. Really, really appreciate it. Hopefully I can get back on soon. Um, really love the attention. And, and thanks, guys, for, uh, for always thinking about me. Certainly, man. Always welcome on the show. Again, that's Wellington Smith, former member of the Final Four Mountaineer basketball team from 2010. And you can, again, watch uh, any of our shows or listen to any of our shows on SoundCloud. And you can also find them on our website as well at si.com slash slash college slash West Virginia. That is West Virginia Maven on Sports Illustrated. Thank you guys for tuning in this week, and we'll be back next week.